Peace, it's your girl AD. I am one part of Survival Life and you are tuned in to the Survival Life Podcast. Survival Life is dedicated to promoting black self-sufficiency through knowledge and applied skills related to the outdoors, emergency preparedness, primitive survival, and homesteading. We are a tribe of survivors or survivalists who want to empower ourselves by learning techniques such as gardening, fishing, hunting, camping, backpacking, sustainable, minimalistic, or off-grid lifestyles. We also do hiking, herbalism, defense, and so, so much more. Whatever your interest is, this group is meant for learning and trading skills within the community. The ultimate goal of Survival Life is to recreate the self-sufficient communities that our ancestors once thrived in. A community that works collectively to teach, learn, protect, and above all, genuinely really to support each other. Whether you are a beginner like myself or more advanced, we are all here to take our skills to the next level. So chill out, grab whatever it is that relaxes your body and spirit, and let's talk all things outdoors, prepping, survival, and homesteading. Let's do it. Peace, soul survivors. Welcome to the first social segment of season two for Survival Life. It's where we're going to be doing some super sweet, short, simple snippets about anything and everything related to OPSHA. You know, OPSHA, outdoor, prepping, survival, homesteading, and all the things that fall under the umbrella. Look, I get it. I did promise. I made a promise in season one that I was going to drop more episodes. I was going to be consistent. And I've done none of that. <laughs> like... I've already failed. It's February, you guys. And like, I failed back in January. Oh, no, not necessarily. I did kick off two dope episodes, if you haven't heard them. Black Woman, Guns and Firearms. And I also did a segment with Travis of Stronger Roots, where he unites in the name of love, people that are agricultural, um, I'm sorry, people that are farming into agriculture and things like that. So look, I know. I know. I owe some episodes and I do owe you because I have some really dope individuals, some dope organizations that are out here doing the work which Survival Life stands for and support. And I really want to share that with you guys. So please, I beg of you, bear with me. Please hang in there. I don't know, whatever you got to do, get your paracord, your carabiners, use your bowling or your Siberian hitch knot, whatever it takes, just hang in there or hold on because I promise I do have some episodes coming your way. I think you're going to be pretty excited, pretty excited. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, work-life balance, work-life home balance, home-life work balance, home-life survival life, uh, black to the land, work at the very bottom, but it yet is taking up a lot of my time. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. So balance. Anyway, other than that, life is good, you know, just chilling. So fair warning, you're probably going to hear me sip a little bit. I know people hate that. I'm not trying to ASMR, whatever it's called, you guys. But I did want to let you know that right now I'm sipping some tea. I am loving this tea. It is so good. I got this from my brother, Chaz Rawls, um, out at Rooted Love Farms, which is in Kazoo, Michigan. That's Kalamazoo for you don't 
for those who don't know. But he has this tea that he sent me. And so I met Chaz. Let's see. I know I met him on Facebook, but I can't remember if I met him pre-Stronger Roots or post-Stronger or within Stronger Roots. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember if he did a roll, if there was a roll call and I saw Michigan. Listen, if you put Michigan or Ohio, I'm coming for you. I'm going to inbox you and I'm going to ask you to join the group. But anywho, I met Chaz some way or another through Facebook and he told me that he makes a tea blend. So he has um, Rooted Love Farm in Kalamazoo, Michigan, makes high quality tea blends, also jerk sauce and fresh herbal seasonings, which I cannot wait to do that jerk sauce. I'm getting that jerk sauce and that fresh herbal seasoning for a camp trip for sure. I know that's going to taste so good when we put it on the food on the grill. Um, but I ordered some tea blends that he had and he gave me some suggestions, which was great because it helped guide me on what to order. So I ended up getting a tea blend called Asaseya. I hope I'm saying that right. Asaseya. And it's also known as the Mother Earth blend. It is. So I kind of fell in love with it. It was kind of hard to try the other ones because I had that one first and I just kept drinking that particular one. Now, I save these teas for like my relaxed special occasion, like, you know, where I'm going to be sitting on the couch and reading a book or chilling, vibing. That's when I like to use my tea. Uh, I really value it. So I don't try to just drink it any day, every day. But I do love the Asaseya blend because it is, um, it has some nice benefits, which he, you know, gave me all the benefits of it, the ingredients. It has some skull caps, some Chasberry, Chaseberry, sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I'm not hip to the game. I have to ask my friend Lottie Spady how to pronounce that correctly. I know Earthsea Detroit is going to steer me in the right direction. It won't let me sound foolish, but, and it also has some vanilla. Now, the benefits of the Asaseya is that it enriches blood, it serves as it has antioxidants, um, reduced anxiety, and it aids in decreasing the severity of menstrual symptoms. Um, so, Actually, the first time I had that, it was right on time. Perfect timing. And it's really good. I really like that tea. Now, the other tea that I got from him is the Ankh, which is the Holy Hibiscus blend. I like that one as well. It has hibiscus and Tulsi basil leaves. Again, sorry if I'm saying that wrong. But the benefits of the Ankh blend or the Holy Hibiscus blend is that it's anti-inflammatory, has antioxidants, it helps with stress and anxiety, and it combats respiratory ailments. Now, I also got the Cosmic Blend. I don't have the ingredients of that in front of me, um, but all the teas are top-notch, very good. So check out Rooted Love Farms on Facebook. Um, again, that's Chaz Rawls out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Very delicious tea. And I got a t-shirt to go with it. So, you know, I love collecting my I'm going to collect like all farming t-shirts. So, so far I have a liberated farm from my brother, Ikaje. Um, that was, uh, I have that one. So I love that t-shirt. The graphic is so dope on there. Um, and he's always doing good work in the community, teaching up the babies how to farm and feed themselves. So I really support and love what liberated farms is doing. We're going to have a segment on him. Hopefully I can get him on the podcast to talk about his experience with farming because he truly is a farming while black story. Yeah, it got deep and it got ugly and it got unnecessary. 
Um, but I'll let him tell that story. It, it, it definitely sparked a lot of controversy. Um, but the brother's out there doing a the good work. I love what he's doing. Fully support him. So now I got my Rooted Love shirt and I've just got my Survival Life shirt. So I'm excited to wear that. So I'm collecting all the farming shirts. But anywho, let's get back to the soul segment. What are we talking about today? So really, I don't really have a lot on my mind. Every time I say that, this ends up being like a 45 minute episode. But, you know, I've been trying to work on minimalism, really just thinking about how to get rid of some things that I have for when I do make the decision, make the leap and move. Also, for when I do a little bit more traveling, you guys all know my goal is to get an RV to hit the road. I'm just counting down the years to my son. My young man is up and out the house on his feet, doing well, which knowing him is not going to, it's going to be pretty fairly quickly, but so I'm planning for that. So really just trying to look around the house and free it up February is what we called it, where I really want to challenge myself to waste nothing, want nothing, you know, just trying to get rid of those things. And I really don't even want to call it a challenge. I want to call it an alignment um, because I really do want to align myself with this in an everyday lifestyle um, type of practice. So one of the things I did was I slowly, I'm having a hard time just tossing things, but you know, I made some, I made some progress there. One of the things that I feel like I was successful at is I've been really conscious of water waste. I'm a water waster. I've been wasting a lot of water. You know, when you rinse out a pan and you dump it, you rinse and the water's still going. Or even if I turn the water off, I rinse the pan, dump it, rinse the pan again, dump it. Um, or... I was uh, turning on the water to fill up a pitcher and me thinking I can multitask. I never can. I'm not good at it. Uh, the water will overflow, you know, and really what made me be more conscious of that is I read an article about how much water um, that they, that people use on a daily basis. And it's freaking embarrassing and ridiculous. The other reason why I wanted to connect myself to water, besides the fact that I think it is one of the most beautiful uh, source of life and source of giving that we have, is that I realized the value of water. And honestly, I won't even say that I realized it. I'm becoming more familiar with the value of water. So during our camp trips, and I think I've talked about this before, where when you have to carry your own water, it hits a little bit different, right? So when you can't just turn on the faucet and lift it up and get water coming out of there, free flowing, endless, you really don't understand the value of a drop. And when you're carrying seven gallons of water across a field so that people can have a place to wash their hands, clean dishes and um, things like that, uh, you really start to think about not wasting a drop of it. Like it's, it's so important to use as little as possible. And granted, I know it's going to be hard to do that when I have so much access to water, but I'm going to be more mindful. So that was one of the main things I wanted to do as an act of minimalism for free it up February. Let's see what else I've been doing. So, and actually minimalism, like I said, was going to lead me to, the lifestyle of van life and RVing. So I'm not ready for that yet. I'm planning on it. It's in the works, but I have been watching other sisters out there doing this. So we have a couple of shows. Well, I should say I have a couple of shows that I really love tuning into. 
Um, and in no particular order, I'm just going to name a few because, and I know there's a lot more. I always hate naming um, different people because I know I'm forgetting somebody important, maybe somebody who was like the one who initiated, I won't say initiated, but kind of really kicked it off before everybody else started really getting into it as far as blogging about it. But in no particular order, I am digging these van life shows. Like I can look, I don't go to bed on time because I sit in my bed and I, at the end of the night, I just watch their shows. I try to get ideas from it. One that I really like is Adventure Time Louie. It is like one of my favorite van life shows. I really love the spirit. Let me tell you, I love, 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 love the mom. I don't, can't think of her name right now, but her mom is just one of those people where you, you like look her and you're like, yeah, I want to hang out with you. Like you imagine just, I could see having my Asasaya tea with uh, Louie's mom. So Adventure Time Louie, check it out, especially the one where they talk about how their vans are set up. You know, everyone always does a good job with the van tour. And they did a really good job of being um, exercising minimalism, like to the T. Everything was so thoughtful and they have what looks like more than what they need. And I just love the fact that they both had their own vans, but they traveled together with their dogs. Um, really loving their adventure. So make sure you go check out Adventure Time Louie. Uh, there's Paris and Lavelle of Novel Culture. That's culture with a K. You know, I... We'll talk about this in a minute. I really like their show. I like their vibe together. Um, it's really enjoyable to watch the ups and downs with them. So that's definitely a good one to check out. And then you already know I'm going to say this one, the fun, the bubbly, the youthful, and the person who is a badass at Bills, don't let that pretty face fool you, is Janelle Eliana. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Alfredo, her pet snake. Anywho, it's always a pleasure to watch her. Um, such a fun spirit, like totally Cali, uh, but she's actually badass. Like I said, she shows you how she does her builds, her vision for them, you know, so definitely uh, check hers out. Just always fun to watch. She feeds my Gemini soul. Like, I swear, she's either a Gemini or a Virgo, just by the way she acts. Almost would give her a May Gemini or a September Virgo if I had to guess her sign. And I only say that because anytime I feel really akin to somebody's personality, usually I'm picking up on some type of vibe there. I could be wrong. But anywho, let's see. So I've been watching her. And then there's, let's see, Tiffany. Where's Tiffany? Really like her show. I love Candice Love. Um, that's oh, Candice. Candice? C-A-N-D-Y-S-S, love. Um, I like, I really enjoy watching Candace Love, like her van build. I love her personality. And I'm looking more, I'm looking forward to seeing more from their journey. So definitely been hooked on the van lifers. That's been my, that's been my jam for a minute now. Like I always watch them and then I stop for a while and then I go back again um, but lately I've been on a kick for like the last two months or so, just, just eating up all the shows, which brings me to something that I want to talk about. I was going to talk about it when I mentioned about Paris and Lavelle and their, um, their van life. So they're a married couple or their partner couple, forgive me. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but I know they are together. They are a couple. 
and they travel together. So I really love the dynamic of adding somebody into that small space, right? Because you can't necessarily easily get away from them. You can't go far. And it really just exercises another part of your like love muscle, I'm going to call it, or just like how you deal with love and how you deal with each other. Um, But it brings me to a point that I want to talk about because this has come up in, it's come up from me several times. And recently this came up from a gentleman who questioned this. I'm going to tell you what the question was in a second. But even with van lifers, I listed off just now a couple of sisters. And again, that was not even the bulk of them. There are tons more out there. Um, There's a few other ones that I've been following, uh, but just didn't get a chance to mention it. Let's see. Um, But what I don't see are brothers that are van lifers. Brothers live in the van life. I The only time I see it, the only time I've seen it is when they're with their spouse, their mate. So they're with, um, they're coupled up. I've not seen it where it's just a brother. There was one, but either his channel was very new and he only had like one episode and some of the other stuff looked political and some other stuff. So I, I was like, eh, um, I'll wait till you like build up a bank of, of van videos and then I'll come back. But yeah, brothers, where what's going on? What's going on? And this actually leads to a bigger question. It's not even about brothers in the van life and why I'm able to find at least like 15 or 20 sisters that are out there sharing their their van stories, their um, living stories. I could not find one solo brother. You know what else I can't find one solo brother at? A lot of these little camping events, um, a lot of survival, survival events, um, hiking events. They, they're, it's, it's, the count is, I'll put it like this, guys. Let's just talk about it. Okay, so I've asked this question several times before. Where are the brothers when it comes to getting outdoors, right? Um, Being in nature. And I'm not saying they're not there because I follow a lot of people on Instagram and, you know, I'm following other people's journey on Facebook. So I know they're there. Shoot. One of the dopest dudes that I know, the dopest brothers that I know is the Black Alashian, Daniel, who is out there, um, who did the whole freaking trail, the Appalachian Trail, um, and he's always out and about. I mean, that's just one of the things he's done. So again, this is, I'm just saying that it seems like, and it's been my experience that women are more open and will, are more participating. If they participate, sorry, they're going to participate more in activities like camping and hiking. That's been my experience. And it's been my experience because I've done events and the women show up. So let's kind of get to the nitty gritty here. On two occasions, had somebody post a response on somebody else's um on somebody else's post. So there was a post and it was like, 
some sisters and it looked like they were outdoors and it says something about something club, something for black women. And it was definitely nature related. You know, he had the beautiful sisters up there smiling in the outdoors. I've seen this picture a million times, even not that particular picture, but pictures like that where you see black women enjoying hiking and camping and kayaking, doing all those things together. So the person made a comment about this is nice, but it would be nice if they did things for brothers too. Um, so, okay, I, I started to respond, but I was like, ah, this ain't my post. I'm going to just delete my response. And it wasn't a bad response, um, but I just didn't think it was proper to have that dialogue on someone else. You know, I'm always sometimes cautious about that. And I just wasn't ready for it. But then I posted something within Survival Life and... I got a, well, it seems like all the events are for black, or it seems, uh, what is it? It seems like you guys are only, you only do events for women. It'd be nice if you do some for the men too. So I was like, huh, okay. What makes you think these events are, have been for women only? Mind you, I said there is only one event that has been specifically and only for women. And that is through Black Bottom Gun Club Ladies Range Day, which happens every fourth Saturday. And that is for women. Men do show up to help and support if there's extra support that's needed, especially for new firearm um, owners or for people who are shooting for the first time. So we need that extra support. So the men show up in that sense, but it's never like broadcasted out for men and women. So outside of that, there has not been an event that I've done that I've said, this is for women only. Uh, so I said, well, what makes you think that? You know, like I posted many events and every event that I posted, it just so happens, it don't even just so happens, it is that the Black women intentionally mark, I'm going and they come to the event. So I never made any of my events for a gender specific, you know, except for there was one event where I, and I, and this is the reason why I wasn't mad at his question of it. I didn't understand where he was coming from because my thought was, uh, yeah, I've yet to see you at any of the events. <laughs> like I put it out there for everybody. You haven't come. I can't help that if I put on an event that there's going to be 10 women to one man. Furthermore, the men who have showed up to these events, camping has been, listen, the women come, they show out, they have a good time. And we're going to talk about, we're going to try to figure out why that is, that we can't get more men to participate. Again, this isn't bashing. This is trying to identify where the disconnect is or, you know, why is it that women tend to show up? you know, easily without, I put the event out, the date, the time, and they're there. You know, they're usually the first ones emailing me. I, I, I really want to come. I'm so excited about this. But, you know, I wasn't upset because I said, you know, oddly enough, myself and Anthony had talked about the lack of men in the group. And we thought that it would be a good idea to have a male-only event. And we thought about hunting but the hunting was kind of tricky because you had to get your 
um, certification or you had to get your, you know, license or permit and that required some work and it's hard, you know, sometimes it can be like herding cats um, to get everybody on the same page. So we decided to have a few men to try it out, do a hunting trip, and then the next time bring in more brothers. So we had some ideas there. This was right, like not long after COVID hit. So we were just out. It, there was no way we could do it. But yeah, so I'm just like, man, I was like, you know, that's funny because I've never made an event for women. And two, I've actually thought about what can I do to get more men out? So I guess I should have said, well, what would I have to do to get you to come out to an event? Because you're saying that these events are for women, but yet you're not showing up to the events. You know, I, on the camp trips that I've done, let's put it like this, did a camp trip in Idlewild. That's about three and a half hours from my location. Even more, of course, if you're from Ohio, Anthony came, Anthony lives in Cleveland. He came and drove out. So that was an extra two and a half or so hours for him to get to Idlewild. He was there, had a brother. Let me just put, let me just say this. This is like, I'm telling you, when you meet people and they, <laughs> they see the value in what you're trying to do and they love that community, I'm going to have to say Tim. Tim came all the way out from Oklahoma, okay? He came out from Oklahoma, drove for a three-day camp trip in freaking Idlewild. He had a great time. My only regret is that we couldn't have extended. I said, you know, next time we're going to have to do five days so that one, we can do two days and just take you around the city in Detroit and just, you know, show you around and then we'll do like the three-day camp trip. But he came all the way from Oklahoma. Um, there was another gentleman brought his kids. He was from also from Cleveland. Funny enough, his name was Anthony as well. But so we we do get some men, but it tends to be dominated by women. So why is that? Like, why is it that women are more open to doing these type of events that normally you would think oh, I can't get? I always hear men say, "I wish I could find a black woman who like to camp and fish." Uh, survival life. There's only about hundreds of them in the group, like you don't have to find them because they're in that group. The problem is the women can't find the men who are into hunting and fishing and gardening, farming, um, you know, all those things. So camping, hiking, kayaking. So I've, I asked, you know, I was just really curious and I said one day, I'm going to just ask out there, like, why is that? Because I love to see the opinions and I'm going to report back what people say. But I had one brother recently say, well, that's because women are more, oh, what did, what word did he put? Ambitious. I was like, oh, black women are more ambitious than black men. And after I said that, then he tried to clean it up. He was like, well, no, no. What I'm trying to say is that they're more ambitious for adventure. <laughs> okay. So they're more adventurous, ad, ambitious for adventure. Got it. I get that. Um, we also had the conversation that the reason why you don't get a lot of that we don't get a lot of black men to attend these events is because they are group events and women tend to like to flock in groups, whereas men tend to like to row solo. So that was one of the reasons why they think that men, I can't get brothers in the group. Brothers aren't like trying to be amongst a whole bunch of people. I'm like, oh, even if they know it's like predominantly women, that still is not enticing. 
they just don't come out. They just don't do it. They like to do solo stuff, according to them, or just stuff with their one best bud or whatever you call it. So yeah, um, just been thinking about that. So if you know a way of where I can get more participation from the brothers, I greatly appreciate it. In fact, I'd be so thankful if I can get the group to be a good 50-50. Now, funny enough, in Black to the Land, I am on the board with eight other individuals. And Black to the Land, what I like about it is that it is cut down the middle. Well, it's nice. Well, it's not cut down the middle, but there are five brothers. Or I should say, yeah, we go, there's five brothers, okay? We got uh, Chris, we got Moodoo, we have Bryce Detroit, B. Anthony, and we have Antonio. So we got the five brothers in a group, and then there's four sisters, T, DJ, Alexis, and myself that are on the board. So I love the fact that it has a little bit more male energy because in survival life, it's a lot of the feminine energy, which I need both, right? I like the balance of male and female, man and woman. Um, that's just what works best for me. I like to have both both energies right there, you know, around me. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to, you tell me, you guys, like, have you noticed that women seem to be more open to emergency preparedness planning and, and getting their hands dirty, you know, more into farming, even to the fact that you defense, like, are they out there training a little bit more with guns or with their hand combat? Um, are they more inclined to do camping trips and hiking trips and foraging and herbalism? Like, so I just really would like to know because it would be nice if there was a nice, um, if there was a nice balance, I would really like that. But that's just been heavy on my mind. Like, honestly, I wish I could go back and read the comments <laughs> that was made about our events being for women only or mostly for women. Again, couldn't be further from the truth. So if you have any ideas of why I would attract more men than women, I'd love to hear from you because I like to solve that issue. It really bugs me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all that's on my mind. So maybe what I'll do is I'm going to put that out there in a couple of groups and report back what those findings are. You know, I don't have anything else for this though segment. I guess it was a little bit more um, lengthier than I had expected to be, but it is the first so segment. So don't forget, you guys continue to tune in. You know, it's been a little uh, rocky, but we're going to get these episodes pushed out and we're going to get that content to you that I know you're going to enjoy. But until then, I hope you take a listen to some of our previous episodes. Also check out YouTube. I've been uploading videos there to Survival Life channel. Hey, I guess in the meantime, survive and thrive, y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Survival Life. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. We hope that there was something that you learned from it and that it provoked some thoughts. 
Additionally, if there is something we didn't get a chance to mention that you think would be important for the prepper community, we'd love to hear from you. If there is a guest or any future topics that you want to hear Survival Life tackle, uh, just hit us up. We're pretty easy to get a hold of. You can always reach us by going to Instagram. You can hit us in the DMs. That's at Survival Life. Or you can visit us at www.SoulVivalLife.com. Hit that Contact Us tab, leave a message, let us know what you would like to hear from us going forward. Hey, drop some words of encouragement. We can use that. It's, It's never easy, you know, when you're doing something and you're new to it or you've been doing it for a while, but you're putting yourself out there to try to share the information. As always, we believe in enjoying this journey. Um, We want to have fun while we learn, but we do take it serious. So again, we love to hear your feedback and comments. Uh, Yeah, so until next time, uh, talk to you guys later. Peace.